Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Good morning. So good to see you. (laughs) Even though I don't see you, I'm with you. I feel you. I may never see many of you, but I'm with you, and I feel you with me. And that is the heart of Zen practice, too. You know, usually we cling, cling to what we see. Oh, my God, the person's gone. The relationship is over. I've lost something very precious. That's a great sorrow and pain that pervades our lives. Holding on, holding on to what we know, what we see, who we know, to the way things were. And somehow, in a very silent, mysterious, and natural way, inevitable way, as we sit, 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 just sit quietly in certain postures, stay with our breath or stay with our koan or whatever our practice may be. That's a whole other question. The zazen itself, the spirit itself, the awareness itself corrects everything, everything. How? No need to ask that question and actually no real answer. Now we'll find a million different answers. This, that, there can be endless theories and explanations, but Zen is not a theory. It's not an explanation. It's not something that we have to prove or disprove because that's in a different realm. Sitting is an actual act of complete trust in life itself and and a complete connection to the breath, to the moment, to the this body that we're in right now or that we're manifesting right now. This pain in the arm maybe, this feeling of delight, whatever appears in the moment, it appears. And then as we sit, it's very simple to see. It pops up, it appears, and then it disappears naturally, inevitably. No big deal. (laughs) No big deal. Maybe we should call the talk no big deal. It just happens. It's like autumn following summer or the leaves turning colors and falling down from the trees and then buds forming in the spring. It's happening. It's happening as it is happening. And it's everywhere. We, we talk a lot in Zen practice of Dharma. Dharma. What is Dharma? It's a beautiful word. I love the sound of it. But what is Dharma? Many, 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 many ways to, again, explain Dharma. It's the law of the universe. It's activity. It's your particular Dharma, your particular mission. It's the truth of the universe. Many, 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 many explanations. But as I said before, in Zen, there is no explanation that will ever satisfy. Just different ideas, different pictures in the mind. When we sit, we touch Dharma directly. And for the moment, we'll say, we touch our breath, we touch life as it comes and as it goes. High tide, low tide, waves in, waves out. Now, we don't 
We like when the waves come in, high tide. We like when beautiful new things pop into our life. or what, But we don't like when things go. Tide pulls out. A, a beautiful, something beautiful that we've been experiencing dissolves and something else appears in its wake that's not to our liking. That's part of Dharma. That is Dharma. As we sit still, without objecting, without clinging, without demanding, we see what it is, we experience it directly, and we see that we are it too, part of it. We are it, not even part of it. We are Dharma itself, appearing and disappearing. Wow, beautiful moments coming, manifesting great beauty, wisdom maybe, and then in the next breath manifesting disorder. That is Dharma. That's who we are. However, 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 the huge difference in Zen practice, and it is huge, is that when we see it directly, when we know it, when we're aware of it, not know it in our brain, not think about it, but when we are directly aware of this process, it changes. We are not thrown around by it. We are not devastated by it. Not at all. That's not to say when a hard time comes that we don't hurt. Of course we hurt. Of course. To pretend that we don't is pretending. To pretend we've transcended this world. Well, okay, say what you want. (laughs) Why transcend this world? It's very, very, very precious and beautiful. And it is Dharma. It is what we seek. Just that we don't realize it and we're not aware of what's actually happening. Rather than be the whole sky, rather than take all of it in, sit still, breathe, be with what's happening fully, we react to it. We flail out against it. We jump up and protest. We jump up and change it. We jump up and fight it, go to war. Or we fall madly in love with it and become totally intoxicated. In all of those conditions, we're actually unable to be it, to encompass all of it. I remember many years ago, Sasaki Roshi said to hold the whole world in the palm of your hand. Wow. That is really, really beautiful. I had no idea. I loved it when he said it. I thought, oh, how beautiful. But it took another 45 years <laughs> or maybe 50 years. It was a long time. I, I worked with him in the very early days. It took a very long time to really, really know what that meant, to know what that practice really was. Yes. To know what does it mean to encompass to hold the whole world in the palm of my hand. I, I thought it was a beautiful image, Many, as I said many years ago. It was only an image when he said it, but certainly it was a direction. It was touching. It was intriguing. 
I wanted to do that. I wanted to know what that was. But that took many years of practice, which doesn't mean that it can't happen tomorrow. Because all along the way, of course, I had glimpses also of what it could mean. But the more we just sit, not sit to get a big glimpse, but sit, it's inevitable. The more we just practice, clarity comes, dharma comes. It's here, but it becomes clarified. A phrase like that becomes very alive, real. Oh, I see now. Mm, different from what I had maybe thought he meant. Powerful instruct. You know, we get a lot of powerful instructions and guidance all the time from everyone, everywhere. Every, especially children. Oh my goodness, they're the greatest for that. And they're closer to the natural movement of life. They haven't been so much impeded with so many ideas at that time. However, ultimately, <coughs> excuse me, it's our own sitting down on the cushion and taking that time, creating that opportunity to stop everything else which just means stop all the reacting, the running, the craving, the doing, doing, endless doing that might not really do anything except keep us busy, run around and around and around. Just sit down. Dedicated time. And, and, and watch and breathe and, and be here and let what comes come as you sit and let what goes go. Now that is an incredibly beautiful instruction. Beautiful, powerful, simple, very, very simple. Very, very simple. The more we can actually do it, let what comes come. Let it arrive. It's arriving anyway, or let it arrive. And the more we stop fighting it and resisting it, and the more we just allow it to come it on its own, then it has to leave. It does. That is the nature of our life itself. And while it's here, why fight with it? Why hate it? Enjoy it. <clears throat> well, you may say, how can I enjoy something that comes into my life, into my mind, into my experience that's distasteful, that's disturbing, that's dangerous? How can I enjoy that? You can enjoy the process of seeing it, knowing, knowing what's happening, knowing it's temporary. You can enjoy the sitting no matter what appears and what disappears. I'm not saying it's easy when someone in our life disappears. Perhaps they pass away, perhaps we break up. Perhaps there's a misunderstanding. I'm not implying that that is not painful. But that pain that comes, that's just part of, it's part of it. Part of the coming and going. The pain will go too. Everything comes and everything goes. And to hold it all in the palm of our hands is not to reject it, hate it, explain it. Not to explain it. That's interesting. To hold it in one hand, the palm of our hand, how lovely, everything together. We're not making this is bad, this is good, this is right, this is wrong. 
We're not dividing things because one minute something is good, the next minute it doesn't feel good anymore. <clears throat> so <clears throat> we're letting it evolve. People, relationships, ourselves, situations, let it evolve. Let it reveal itself. Let it evolve on its own. It will. It has to. But the more you stop that, the more you cling to it or object to it or fight with it, you stop a process. So it takes longer and it hurts more. We don't hold everything in the palm of our hand. We throw it out or we crush it or we do something with it. We cling to it. Keep that palm nice and open. When you think the palm is actually a beautiful, beautiful place, each person's palm, different lines, different shape, Warm. It's a lovely. It is a lovely image, and it's worth experiencing it in a real way too. And that's what this practice is. It's taking images, fantasies, beliefs, thoughts, dreams, and 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 coming back to what's really here, what's really happening. <clears throat> Just being with that, and being with the disparity of it too. Very interesting. You know, when we can hold everything in the palm of our hand, then the end of our days is not so frightening for us anymore. It's just part of what's coming and part of what's going. It's part of that natural process. And we see through all our years of Zazen, we see for ourselves. We don't think about it, but we see Yes, everything goes, and then something else comes again. There's this flow, every moment of new experiences of the world, of the waves, of the ocean. Yes, one wave goes, and another comes. So there will always be that dharma of coming and going, and arising, not arising, leaving, and as we sit, we see what it is that holds and sustains all of it. All of it. Yes, we are the wave that comes and goes. And we are also the ocean, which keeps reappearing in a new wave. And which sustains all of it. We're both. Both. And, and when you can really know that, the simple different waves that arise and fall, they're not so frightening anymore. There's not such an experience of that we're losing, 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 but just that we're being, being, being. We can include that in our being. So especially these days when things seem very chaotic, we're in a, cha a storm, the ocean's in a storm, <clears throat> many people losing, feeling like they're losing a lot, and they are, <clears throat> perhaps ostensibly, <clears throat> a lot of waves being tossed around. When we sit in Zazen, we really become the ocean too, strongly. We have a foundation that no matter how many waves come and go, they're still part of the ocean. And we're here. We still can sustain whatever comes and whatever goes. So I invite you to enjoy 
the day, I invite you to enjoy some quiet time. I invite you to enjoy whatever comes and whatever goes. And I thank you very much for listening. The URL for this podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And as always, if you would like to be in touch, my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And thank you. Thank you very much for being here and for joining all of the waves today in this world that coming and going. So thank you and enjoy. Bye-bye.